What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. No one can see my mind right.
the three of these leaders. It was about who they were representing. It's about whose voices they were channeling. Understand that. And is that not what a democracy allows? A democracy says you don't silence the people. You do not stifle the people. You don't turn off their microphones when they are speaking about the importance of life and liberty. just looking at some shocking information in the chat that we have going on in Spreaker. Sorry to hear that, Joe. We'll get to that in a moment. Hello, party people. My name is Alex Exum. This is The Alex Exum Show, formerly Live Talk, formerly The Exum Experience, now the greatest talk show you've ever heard. I don't like to brag. Well, I do. But... 
I must say, last night, I think I did one of my better shows. And I'm not just saying that. That was the resounding consensus in my own head. I think you need to hear that. We did a show last night called The End of Hope. That went off to the National Archives of Congress. And I actually might be using that as a demo in the future if I ever want to submit a lovely voice. Not that I don't love being here on the Fringe FM. This is home, baby. This is home. But I'm just saying, it, it was such a, it was good enough that I could extrapolate at least some clips out of it, I think, and make a pretty good demo. So thank you for last night. I'm here to thank you. Because I'm living the dream, and I would not be living the dream if it wasn't for you. Hi, Linda. Hi, Joe. I see in the chat. We're going to mention what you guys just mentioned in a momento. But I do have some breaking news, and I did a little thing yet last night. And maybe that's why, you know, now that I think of it, maybe that's why it was a better show. I did something called the Shock and Awe News Blast. That wasn't, that wasn't dramatic enough. Let's try that again. The Shock and Awe News Blast. Yes. The Shock and Awe News Blast. And what I did is I just randomly went down a smattering of headlines of articles printed. And headlines from the various sources, New York Post, Zero Hedge, Gateway Pundit, you name the rest. Look at the gems I have here that we'll try and get into in some more depth later in the show. I do have some fantastic clips you're going to want to hear. Donald Trump talking about the atmosphere in the courthouse when he was arrested. Also, whether he thinks Biden should and can run again. We'll hear that in a little bit. But look at this whopper of a headline. Pentagon blew more than $1.5 million shooting down harmless UFOs. Now, wait, that might be a bit of disinformation. I've been talking about this for several weeks now, at least a month. The flying space alien balloon people are real. I've done several bits on this, so just go with me here. The fact that we blew a hundred, I'm sorry. 1.5 1.5 million. What did I say? Yeah, 1.5 million. Shooting. So, yeah, I got it right here. I can read. But the fact that we spent $1.5 million shooting, they're, they're saying in this article, harmless UFOs down, maybe, okay. I would suggest to you, the flying space alien balloon people are not harmless. How could they be? When you're talking about advanced alien technology, advanced species that are interstellar species that are able, because remember, the White House was saying, well, they didn't say it, but they wink, nod, wink, saying, well, we don't know what they are, UAPs, UFOs, we don't know. (laughs) By the way, don't look at Seymour Hersh's article on Substack that Joe Biden blew up the pipelines. Yeah, forget about that. We've got the flying space alien balloon people invading Earth, and I figured out what it was. It's the men from Mars who want the women of Earth. I'll explain later. But the point is, yes, they're here for the women. The flying space alien balloon people from Mars are here for the women. I mean, they're not here for the men. The flying space alien balloon people are a threat. That's why we had to spend $1.5 million shooting them down. If you want to hear some other bits on that, look in the archives of the show. We've been talking about this for at least a month. Uh, Pentagon finally stops hiding overdose epidemics in its ranks. After 15,293 overdoses and 332 deaths over five years, 
the military the military top brass say that ten times fast is ready to admit there might be a problem. Wow, really? Yeah, getting to that. Glenn Greenwald, one of the only journalists that I respect in America anymore. Here's a headline: Greenwald, Nashville shooting has been erased from memory due to inconvenient narrative. Glenn Greenwald, journalist, noted Monday that the Nashville shooting, which occurred less than three weeks ago, has already been erased from memory because it was perpetrated by a trans individual and represents an inconvenient narrative. Now, anyone who wants to smear him saying, oh, he's just going against the trans movement, I doubt it. Glenn Greenwald is gay. So that's not going to work for his detractors. You need to look at that. Glenn Greenwald. If I were in trouble and I said, oh, my God, I've got the Holy Grail. The flying alien space balloon people landed on my balcony here out in Long Beach. They've given me the secrets of the universe. And before the government spooks can come hunt me down, kill me and suppress the information as our good friend, Dr. Stephen Greer. I'd call him a UFOologist if you want, but has told us will happen and has happened. You have to go public immediately. Uh, yeah, the first person I'd go public with, I would dump this on the desk of Glenn Greenwald. <laughs> Not that I want to get him whacked too, but he is the guy because you can trust that he will get it out and his credentials are impeccable. Well, that didn't help Seymour Hirsch for exposing Joe Biden blowing up Nord Stream 2 pipeline, but hey, you know, whatever. I would send it to Glenn Greenwald and maybe even Seymour Hirsch. Here's another one. Pentagon documents claim seven-year-olds can consent to puberty blockers. Where do you want to go with that? Which leads into another one we talked about last night. Do you like this news blast? I'm starting to enjoy this. Anheuser-Busch distributors, quote, spooked, unquote, by backlash to Bud Light transgender endorsement. (laughs) Do you really want me to play the, do the red bit bit, the redneck bit that I did? Last night, I thought it was funny. Nothing against shit kickers. Love shit kickers. But they absolutely misjudged and missed the mark, just like Nike's doing. Pentagon documents leaked online, as you know. We talked about that yesterday. I've been sifting through what I can find. It's actually hard to find. If anybody's got the leaked, official leaked Pentagon documents, I think they were on Twitter Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. They should have made the rounds everywhere by now, but for some reason they've already been memory hold. I can't find them. I want the original documents. If anyone out there, send them to Alex at AlexXM.com. Leaked documents. U.S. doubts Ukraine offensive will yield big gains. Well, I could have told you that. 
Putin's going to stomp the living hell out of them once the weather and it's turning better. We also found out, and this is from a tweet. I haven't actually been able to read the document, so I can't confirm this, but the source seems credible on Twitter. I mean, Twitter. If it's on Twitter, it's got to be true. The Pentagon documents. Here's what someone tweeted out. You know what else was in those documents? The real Russian casualty numbers. Now, the Pentagon's been saying, you know, the Russians are dying at an incredible rate. 150,000 there, 200,000 there. Mm -hmm. Sorry, banana pudding. I shouldn't be eating on air. That banana pudding is so damn good. And I didn't want to miss the show, but I was woofing down food trying to get here so I didn't get lightheaded and drop dead on the mic. Russia, real casualty numbers from these leaked Pentagon documents show Ukrainian dead, 71,000 plus. So north of 71,000. Russian dead, 17,000. Huh. That's a strange turn of event, events. This now Remember, I'm not getting this from RT. I'm getting this from the leak. Well, I haven't read them. I'm assuming this person's telling the truth, to be honest with you. Somebody send me the damn documents. Why can't I find the documents? I looked for like an hour today. I have pretty darn good Google foo. So if somebody finds them in two seconds, I'll be very embarrassed. The actual documents. I don't want an article of somebody telling me about the documents. I've got plenty of those. Yeah, they've already been analyzed, but I want the, you know how I feel about it. I want the, I want, I want the documents. I want the actual documents. So if anyone's got them, alex at alexxm.com. If you feel funny sending me a direct email, just go to alexxm.com or alexxm.show or alexxm.art. You noticing a theme? I got them all. And and send me a message through my uh, message form. You don't even have to leave your email. Okay? Be honest. I don't know why you'd be scared at this point. Get the credit. So the leaked documents show that the Ukrainian offensive will doubtfully, even if they win, apparently, the Ukrainian offensive will yield any big gains and that they're probably losing. We've been hearing 200, this this number the Pentagon was throwing around about 200,000 Russians killed, killed in action and wounded. Well, it's about 17,000 we're finding out according to the Pentagon's own. So they lie to your face. You see, here we go again. All they do is lie all the time. That's all they know. I saw a movie recently where the whole thing was about spooks and how they cover up military operations. And it's just like they're like nobody even believes the people they're dealing with because they're all lying to one another. <laughs> CIA, the, the the Navy SEALs, the, the the regular army, the Navy, like no the local police, like they're all involved. Nobody knows what anyone's doing. So the United States government comes out, and I'll play Kirby again, who, who's because you got to hear. Oh, we have Kellyanne Conway, a real treat. Who's going to talk about? the leaked documents and Kirby's straining to do some explaining. She said he went nowhere with it. And I agree. We played that last night. I'll play it again. It's a quick clip, but uh, yeah, CNN, MSA, all of them. I mean, I'm sure Fox said the same numbers, right? Cause they're getting fed the same crap from the white house. Oh, the Russians, 200,000 killed in action. Turns out it's about 17,000 Ukrainians. We thought high casualty numbers. Yes. 71, but they, you know, we have to get leaked documents to get the truth. They lie to your face, and then you see the actual memo, and you go, oh. So that was a lie. Well, we got the numbers off a little. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, and since we're here, we might as well go get into it here. Um, I do have that brief clip of Kirby really ham, like, 
It was ham-fisted at best. And I said this last night, and you'll hear Kellyanne Conway allude to it today when she was on Fox News. Kellyanne, my uh, proposal from last night still stands, if you remember. So call me. But uh, yeah, you've got Kellyanne Conway asking, why does Kirby look like a deer in the headlights? And he looks terrified about what's coming. He has no real answers about how dangerous this could be for us or our allies. And he looks like a deer in the headlights. He's scared to death. And I said last night, great minds think alike, Kellyanne. I said last night, is Kirby worried there's going to be a photo that leaks of him, you know, pulling his tallywhacker in the Oval Office or something? Last week you were in New York for this arraignment. The world watched it. You've not given an interview since. You were there, I think, 50. Oh, sorry. That was Trump. I'm going to play Trump. Oh, I gave you a little teaser. Tucker is going to ask Trump about his courthouse experience. Let me play Kirby, that prick. Is the U.S. government effectively in the position of, uh, of crouching and waiting for the next bombshell to hit on Telegram or Twitter? Uh, you're in a position where you simply don't know how long this is going to go on or how many documents are going to be published. We don't we don't know what's out there, James. Um, we don't know uh, who's responsible for this, and we don't know if uh, they have more that they, they intend uh, to post. So we're watching this and monitoring it as best we can. But the truth and the honest answer to your question is we don't know. And is that a matter of concern to us? You're darn right it is. Well, thanks. That helps. <laughs> That's the best answer he had. Now, let's listen to Kellyanne Conway on Fox News today talking about this very press conference. Kellyanne Conway here. Uh, Bill Malugin on set with us here in New York. Uh, Kellyanne, first response, I know we'll, we'll get to China as well, but on the military classified documents leak, he was asked a lot about that just in the last few minutes there. And he said, quote, we're worried that these documents are out there. They shouldn't be out there, period. They should not be in the public domain, said John Kirby. When asked, are the leaks contained? We don't know. We truly don't know. What was your reaction to what we just heard out of the White House there? Look, I worked in the White House. These briefings are difficult, but there is a man long on words today, very short on information education to the public. He seemed worried, seemed like somebody who doesn't have the answers that we all seek and deserve. I mean, Sandra, Bill, this is an administration and a party that's been going after the former president, after documents he may or may not have had in Mar-a-Lago for this, that and the other. And we have leaks of classified documents as we speak, that affect countries, allies, and others around the globe. I thought some of the questions from the press corps were pretty darn good and on point, and they didn't get much of an answer. For example, have you notified our allies who are mentioned? Is this impeding the ability of the U.S. to help Ukraine? And is it impeding Ukraine's ability to defend its sovereignty, its borders, its people? Um, do you, it didn't sound like they had any more information than the rest of us, because key point, Sandra Bill, John Kirby did not say... I can't comment on that right now, as former Pentagon spokespeople and folks at the White House often need to say, because information is sensitive and developing. He didn't say that. He basically said, I don't know. This is unacceptable. He said there's something like there's you know, no room for any kind of tolerance here for these classified documents. But people should be very concerned, because we believe that our government and the Pentagon will keep the secrets safe. There are some things that we shouldn't know, but once they're out in the public domain, we all have a right to know. In fact, I would say an urgent need to know how this is happening and who can stop it. Today, no confidence from the White House podium for the rest of us who are worried about that. He seemed very worried. 
And following up on that, what are our allies thinking right now? If they're willing to share some of this secret intelligence with us, primarily Ukraine giving us numbers of their troop deployments, their weapon needs, where they have people, when they plan on doing things. What are our allies thinking if they hand something over to us and then all of a sudden it's on Twitter, it's online the next day? It's so dangerous, Bill. It's true. It, it just sounds like, you know, there's chaos and crisis everywhere we turn. The, the parts of the world are on fire right now. And those allies need to have faith that they're not going to be in some teenage game of telephone if they give the U.S. access to some of their secrets and their strategies. Uh, that has been breached here, and we don't have a good answer. Again, I just want everybody to recognize what John Kirby did not say when asked from the White House podium just now, which is give us faith and comfort that at least those in charge know something we don't. It sounded like he doesn't. And look, just to move on to China very quickly, he said, oh, President Biden looks forward to having another conversation with Xi Jinping. Well, when? Because Vladimir yeah. Putin just sat down with him, and we don't have a seat at that table. What would that conversation include that hasn't been included before about the Uyghurs, about fentanyl, about the origins of the virus, about a technology, stealing our technology, about trade, um, about everything you can imagine, China basically, you know, the number one global threat here and trying to take over the world. So it, it, it's he's not being glib, and, and I would point out to everyone, they need John Kirby at that podium because they can't stick these comments into the press secretary's binder and have any level of confidence that she could just read from there and take those questions. But he who is an expert in these areas really did not provide much information today. Kellyanne, um, I want to finish off with where we sort of started, but it ties all of this in. Uh, what we're seeing on behalf of foreign policy by this administration um, and to your point, that reporter and, uh, to John Kirby just a moment ago saying we've been told this call is coming for months with President Xi of China. We know that the president can pick up the phone and call any time. Why hasn't he just picked up the phone to call? But in this moment, going back to our, the beginning of our conversation about 2024 and the field and what it could eventually grow to, I put this question to uh, Secretary Pompeo last hour. Listen. I don't view foreign policy as an opening. I view it as central to the way of the way that we all live here and how our kids and grandkids are going to live. I uh, try to keep politics out of it when it comes to the things that matter to our security here in America. Uh, we'll have plenty of time to have that debate. Today is the moment to make sure that America gets this right. Because knowing that he is out there and, and considering a run, wouldn't this be the moment, I asked him, for him to jump in the race? So will he? Nobody cares. I'm going to stop it there. You know, I do want to play something that I played at the top that you might have missed, uh, depending on how you're listening, because this is syndicated. Here you're going to hear Kamala Harris, because last night, I mean, this is what, because we hear these talking heads and these pundits and politicians go up there and talk about freedom of speech and obviously the hypocrisy between the Democrats and the Republicans. But I want you to hear this snippet of Kamala, I believe it was yesterday at a speech giving a speech. She's all fired up. And of course, it's about race. But just listen to what she says. And remember, we're playing this on the Alex Exum show, probably the most banned person that you've ever met. It wasn't about the three of these leaders. It was about who they were representing. It's about whose voices they were channeling. Understand that. And is that not what a democracy allows? A democracy says you don't silence the people. You do not stifle the people. You don't turn off their microphones when they are speaking about the importance of life. 
I mean, I rest my case. Do I need to say anything? What a hypocrite. What? How can she say that with a straight face? Or an angry face? She's she's all fired up about it. I went for a walk. I talked last night about, well, I've talked about it for years now. But last night I went into a slight tirade about being banned from YouTube. And I was banned from Twitter and Mastodon. We're still trying to, Joe, are you in there in the chat? Am I, are we on Discord still? Who knows? Who cares? But the point is, here we have the Democrats who have banned and shut down every single opposing voice. Now are throwing the number one presidential candidate for the Republican Party in prison. I mean, you, and they're saying you can't silence voices. Unless it's Alex Axum and Donald Trump, of course. Not that I'm affiliated with Trump, but you get the point. What? You know, reading this article, I, I was thinking about this as I played that clip. Anheuser-Busch, or Bud Light, is now spooked by the backlash. I'm going to read that article later. But I wonder, could someone put out just a fake press release that Alex Exum is going to be a full-time host on CNN and then watch all the liberals go crazy and cancel cable <laughs> and, and, and try to cancel CNN? Like, oh, that was, was a mistake. No, Alex isn't really working. But you, can you, you know what I mean. So if, if the wrong person being the spokesperson for Bud can ruin their career, I mean, their livelihood, why can't, why can't I do that for CNN? This is Jose Feliciano, California Dreamin'. I'm going to jump in the car after this show, drive down ocean, play this song during the magic hour. Would you do it too? It's perfect for that. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is more... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. We asked seniors how to prevent Medicare scams. My best advice, if you get a phone call, do not talk to the person. These people are well-trained. Don't talk to them. They don't know me. They're just trying to scam me. Don't be fooled. Hang up. Just hang up. Never give out your Medicare number. They're going to get your number to put in a false claim. If I get a call from someone, I don't pick up the phone. And should I pick up the phone and ask for information, then I hang up. How do you detect Medicare fraud? Just like I check my credit card statements, I check my Medicare statements monthly. Scammers can get a hold of your number, order medical devices through your account, and you're not even going to know about it if you don't look at your statement. Check your statement every month. If you get your statement and you see something that you know you did not have done, you report it. Call your senior Medicare patrol. To report Medicare fraud, call the Senior Medicare Patrol at 855-613-7080. My name is Kelly Sue, and I am what I would call a survivor of the vaccine. I used to walk 10 miles a day. I used to ride my bike 24 miles every second day. I also worked out at the gym, and I worked 72 hours a week, and I'm very social, and I'm a type A. I started a charity in 2016 where we feed 800 children every weekend and on holidays, and I have staff, and I have 750 volunteers, and we believe that the vaccine was the right thing to do. I had my first shot, And within a very, very short time, I developed cramping in my calf. It got progressively worse, so I went to my massage therapist. When I told her what was happening, she threw up her hands and said, I can't touch you, you have to go to a doctor. Sounds like you have a blood clot. So I booked myself in to a vascular surgeon, and they did an ultrasound on my legs. And then I went home three weeks later or so. I still hadn't heard from the vascular surgeon and thought, okay, well, if I haven't heard anything, It's fine. I had my second shot on June the 12th. Three and a half weeks later, I had back-to-back strokes, and they just kept getting progressively worse. So throughout July, into August, into September, into October, and in early November, I had nine TIAs and strokes. I spent 31 days in the hospital. I had everything from blindness in my eyes because of the occipital strokes. I had... Um, inability to use my mouth. I couldn't talk for a long time. And I also had a a terrible experience and why this little piece of paper in my lap is so important to me because I woke up in the morning and didn't know who I was. Didn't know where I was. Didn't know anything. I have terror now. When I close my eyes, I don't know, one, if I'm going to wake up, or two, if I'm going to wake up and not know who I am. When I first went to the um, neurologist that I was assigned, he was very clear that it was the vaccine. He said, we're seeing so much of this. And then when doctors started getting fired, let go, there was no, no discussion about the vaccine anymore. Nobody would discuss the vaccine anymore. 
think the thing that bothers me the worst is no one's looking as to why this is happening. My life is not the same at all, not even close to what it was before. A week ago Friday, all of a sudden out of the blue, my blood pressure went to 247 over 60. 247 over 60? <laughs> like, who has a blood pressure like that? So I'm fighting for my life right now. And that's all I can do. Listen, as we explore the mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential, Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. At St. Jude, researchers are working around the clock to find new ways to combat the deadliest childhood cancers. This is a St. Jude moment. My name is Joel, and I was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, which is bone cancer, and I came to St. Jude as a seven-year-old because doctors had discovered a tumor in my right shoulder. St. Jude was amazing early on. You know, even as a seven-year-old, they found a way to explain it to me, to have other people talk to me. That by the time I walked out of here seven months after the amputation, I was fully adjusted using my left arm, you know, so I could jump right back into school and have no qualms or no worries about that at all. So I'm lucky enough to be married to Lindsay, uh, who is also another former St. Jude patient who I actually met at a St. Jude event. She was in the middle of her treatment. Um, I had finished mine just a couple of years before and just told her I loved her. Luckily, she reciprocated, told me the same thing back, and we were fortunate enough to get married on the St. Jude campus. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Does your Jekyll hide? Mine certainly doesn't. 
where my Jekyll on my sleeve, baby. The chat seems to like it. Yeah, <laughs> Joe likes it. And Linda. Linda likes it, too. Oh, Sylvan popped in. Everybody likes Ozzy. Uh, bang your head. Bang it, baby. Bang it. Bang your head. to let that play out. You want to hear the rest of it? Let's just look. I can yammer on all night. Let's give Ozzy, let's give Ozzy his due, shall we? Bump. guitarist Jesus Christ Sylvan you're right man wow Sylvan said that solo is 100% fire got it baby it's a solo from Satan himself Lord Almighty
got to read the chat here on air. <laughs> it's kind of cute. I know. I know. Only I see this kind of stuff. Call it. The, call it the microdosing or whatever, or just my peculiar perspective on life. But I start playing Ozzy Osbourne, and I, I hear a bunch of badasses in the chat. Right. All of a sudden, it's rock on. Right, Linda. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Well, the Fringe FM, yeah. Fringe FM says only a brother would bump Prince, then Ozzy. You got it, brother. (laughs) Linda says, and Doken for sure. Sylvan, Ozzy, you know. Like everyone's just rocking out. And then all of a sudden it gets romper room. Hi, Linda. Hi, Joe. Oh, hi, Sylvan. Hi, Alex. Hi. Hi. (laughs) It's very cute. That's all I'm saying. I just pictured a bunch of head banging tattooed, angry teens. And then all everyone's, all of a sudden, everyone's a mild-mannered senior citizen or something. Oh, hi, how are you? Oh, good, you showed up, Ilsa Sylvan. Oh, hi, yes, hi, Linda. Oh, hi, Joe. (laughs) I love you guys, man. I love you guys. If it wasn't for you guys, man, I wouldn't do the show. You know that, right? I'd still do the show, but it wouldn't be as fun. I'd be talking to it on a microphone, dead air. So I love the chat. I appreciate you all. I've been thinking, you know, I've been thinking about this. What is something cool I can do? You, if you guys got good, good ideas, let me know. What is something cool I can do to give back to the community? When I say community, I mean you. The tribe, really. Not community. Fuck the community. Pardon my French. Sorry. Screw the community at large. And by that, I mean the people out there on the street. The filthy, the filthy rabble. I mean you, my good friend. What could I do for the, the tribe of the Alex Exum show? I mean, yeah, we could do a metaverse party type thing. And I, I thought in the penthouse, but what, what's something around that? You know, something fun. I could give away art. Yeah, but that's, I mean, some, what, any ideas? Maybe a show. Maybe we do a call-in show and we all get on air. We, remember I did that one time? I don't know. We'll kick some ideas around. But something where we have a little kumbaya, a little party. Open up the lines. Maybe we do a Zoom thing. I don't know. See, Zoom is so passe because I'm all steeped in the metaverse. Wait till you see, by the way. Just so you know, I don't want to give anything away because this is taking, it's going to take a lot of money and time. But the point is, wait until you see what I have cooking up for Halloween this year. I know you heard me say, oh, I don't know if I'll ever do another Halloween show again. I know I say that every year. And I don't want to say this is a show. Ah, I don't want to give anything away. But this year, look, you're booked. You're booked October the 31st. Trust me on this. You're booked. I'll give you a hint because you all know how I'm getting into the metaverse and VR and everything. I'm going to give you a hint. And it's only one word. Well, it's actually three words. Three words. Haunted. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. House world. Oh, yeah. I'll say that one more time. Three words. Haunted house world. Now, if that didn't send a chill down your spine or hot air up your skirt, I don't know what to tell you. It's going to be something. It's going to be something that you've never even heard of or conceived. That's all I'm going to say. It's something very special. I think. That's what I think, but I think everything I do is special because my mom told me I was special. So, speaking of moms, let's talk about the motherload of document dumps, the leaked CIA documents. I was just perusing this article I didn't have time to completely read because I got five of them printed here about this and I couldn't find the one that yielded the actual documents. Like I said, I haven't, I have yet to to see and read and print the actual documents, but from other third-party sources. And let me see which this one's from. Oh, it's another Alex. Alex Horton. And I think I printed this from, who, who knows? Some godforsaken news source in the bowels of hell of the internet. But according to Alex, here's some of the big points. Where did this leak come from? The top secret documents appear to be, at least partly, from the Pentagon. Well, duh. Many seem to have been prepared for General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and other senior military officials, though hundreds of others may have been accessed. Hmm. What do the leaked documents reveal about Ukraine? The documents contain assessments on the progress of the war, including precise battlefield tactical information. They reveal profound concerns about Ukraine's readiness to withstand a Russian offensive. What have I been telling you? but also show the extent to which the United States has infiltrated the Russian military. Ooh. Ooh. That could get some undercover people killed, by the way. Uh, Some 007s could be whacked for this. Allowing the administration to warn Ukraine about upcoming attacks. So the U.S. has infiltrated the Russian military. What does that mean? Well, we've got a couple of Russians. They could be high level or low level. They could be grunts on the front line, or they could be generals. Who knows at this point? They're going to wind up dead for sure. Because of this leak, probably. The files include summaries of human intelligence and high-level conversations between world leaders, as well as information about advanced satellite technology the United States uses to spy. (laughs) You know, you know, uh, seriously, every day I find out that all of the security measures that people use to thwart being spied on by either big brother or big governments, which is usually who it is who has the power to do this, or anybody, cyber criminals trying to steal your information, credit card information, you know, mortgage fraud. We all know what can happen. Identity theft. Every day now, I, I find out what is the point of all this security? We now know encryption is practically worthless. I use encrypted services. I use encrypted email to this day to make it harder for hackers and other nefarious, you know, people. But... To a government agency, it's virtually worthless for you. They will break it. They will crack it. Okay? They have, they have software. They plug your phone in. 
doesn't matter if it's an iPhone or an Android. They basically plug it in, suck everything out, and they will get everything off your phone. You deleted it? Yeah, right. You encrypted it? Uh-huh. Like they care. Pegasus, which was something that... So we, we know... Was it NGO group out of Israel? And N- N- NGO or NSO group? I forget. But this group at the N whatever, the, hell, the, the, the software group from hell out of Israel has released Unholy Hell with their software. I believe it's called Pegasus. And they can infiltrate any phone, break any encryption. And it used to be that they, all they needed was the target's phone number and they would send you a text and you would click on the link. You were done. Your phone was done. They don't even need that anymore. They just need your phone number. That's it. That's it. They need your phone number. Who, who's the target? Exum? Boom. What's his number? Boom, 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 boom. 562. Put it in. Got him. Done. It is now surveilling you. you the, the phone can go on whenever it wants. They can record audio, video, all your text messages, all your internet traffic, every website you go to, every product you buy, every person you talk to. It is basically a secret spy device. We're finding out Telegram and Signal now and all the encryption and all that. Yeah, they broke that a long time ago. It doesn't matter. Yeah, go ahead and use it. So now, and another leaked report, this all comes out. Snowden gave us a lot, but this just keeps coming out. We now have satellites that we didn't know about previously. Like that surprises anyone, <laughs> you know, but it's just every day now, every day it's it, encryption doesn't work. Yeah. They can get in your phone, which is your phone number. Yeah. You don't even need to click the link anymore. Yeah. That's probably what got J- Jamal Khashoggi killed. The, the NGO group out of Israel sold it to uh, MBS, uh, the, the, the prince, c- crown prince of Saudi Arabia who used it to send a hit squad to kill Jamal Khashoggi. Oh, don't, but don't worry. We won't use it for anything bad. I wish I didn't know all this stuff, man, because I know everything I do is me watch. God only knows the files at the FBI. By by the way, we still have to get those files. Did I file that report? I thought I did that through my app. I got to figure out if I did that. I want my files, but do I really want to know what they know? If I've been surveilled and what they think of me? Uh, You know, look, don't think they don't have a file on you. Why why would they have a file? Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Don't think they won't. Lots of people have files on them. They don't even know why. For, it could be not, nothing but a funny name. <laughs> Seriously, that's happened. Hmm. Sounds like a terrorist. Put him on a list. People have been put on no-fly lists for no reason. <laughs> like, forget. Be, be, you didn't even do anything. You traveled to a country where th- there had been... T- you traveled to Afghanistan twice a year for business. They go, well, I don't know. And he recently grew a beard. Uh oh, looks like he came back from Afghanistan with a beard. Throw him in Guantanamo Bay, treat him like a mutt. Treat him like a filthy animal. That can happen. Okay, how'd we go there? What was I reading? Who cares? Don't care about that anymore. Who cares about Glenn Greenwald? We could get to. I did not mention the backlash. Well, we did talk about it yesterday, and I briefly read the headline. But the fact that 
Bud Light and Anweiser Bush is spooked by the backlash from the transgender endorsement. And again, I've got nothing against this Dylan Mulvaney uh, TikTok star, right? He's getting his money. I like it. He's a performer. Do it. He'd do very, very well, I believe, in a different forum. West Hollywood here at a club called Rage. Why do I know about a drag queen? West Hollywood bar? Long story. The point is, he'd do very well out here. And Dylan would be like the star. I mean, he actually, I saw some of the videos. He actually kind of looks like a girl when he puts all that stuff on. I mean, he looks like he's, you know, he's a guy dressing as a girl. He's not a girl, even though he's claiming to be a woman. I'm reading for this. He claims to be, here, we'll read it. Last week, Mulvaney, a gay man who now claims to be a woman, announced he had partnered with Bud Light, with the company even pronouncing a special label with his face on it to celebrate the endorsement. So, like I said, I didn't know that, by the way. God almighty. My life, man. I predict the future in wacky ways. I said yesterday, am I just, folks, this is getting scary. Was I tapped into the zeitgeist? What the hell was going on yesterday? I said yesterday, no longshoreman, no iron worker, no truck driver wants to drink a Bud Light with his buddies at the baseball game or when he's having a kegger with his friends as they go out in the middle of the field and do what shit kickers do, do the shit kicking, is going to want to hold up a beer with this kid's, this kid dressed up like a geisha girl, like a St. Pauli label. I said that yesterday. Now we're finding in, in, in shocking black and white print from my newspaper, I mean from a paper onto my printer, they've even produced a special label with his face on it to celebrate the endorsement. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it, and I'm going to try and keep a straight face. This is a quote. Please listen. We're having fun here. Remember, safe space. Alex Exum shows a safe space. I want everyone to be comfortable and safe. So please, I don't want the, I don't want the, the transgender LGBT psycho leftist from hell to come after me for this. I'm reading this with a straight face. Quote, this month I celebrated my 365th day of womanhood. And Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever. A can with my face on it, Mulvaney says in a Bud Light ad he posted on Instagram. His face on cans. Do we see the irony here? Is is this lost on me? I could make a thousand jokes. I won't. I just want to make sure we all understand. I could. I could make a thousand jokes. Yeah! A can with his face on it. I'm going to leave it there. Nothing more to see here. Move on. Move the traffic on. Nothing more to see here. Move on, everybody. Nothing more. The spectacle's over. This kid's career's over. It's dead. Bud Light, gone. No one will ever drink that again. It's over. Move along. Nothing to see here.
when I come back, we'll bring this in for a nice smooth landing. Linda, you were right in the chat. We're going to talk about the latest vaccine news with our good friend, Dr. John Campbell. That's one nice new bike, Josie. Yeah, birthday present. Rides really smooth, too. Oh, and I see you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Finally got a new helmet. I did. Bought it cheap online. Love those side wings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you hungry? Yeah, I'm starving. And need some water, too. Okay, follow me. We'll turn off here. I'm right behind you. Hey, watch the cars. They can be crazy. <laughs> Teddy! No! Are you okay? Teddy! Somebody do something! I called 911. They should be here soon. Was this young man hit by a car? Yes, and I'm concerned because his helmet is smashed and cracked open. It's a brand new helmet. It's probably a fake. Please help him. Fakes cause real harm. You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. I'm a 47-year-old mother of two elementary age schoolboys. Uh, I do have a pre-existing condition of having had prior trigeminal nerve damage in the right side of my face. In the fall of 2021, I needed to get a job, I needed to get back to work, and at the time, it was still very much, everybody was requiring two vaccines. Everybody was saying it's safe and effective, safe and effective. The first vaccine that I took, about four to five days after that, I had a severe bout of nerve pain. All I can do is hope and pray to pass out. In a few weeks, I was back to myself again. And I actually asked, you know, I had this bad reaction the first time, is there, and they were like, no, 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 it's perfectly safe. And so I thought, okay, I've got family I want to visit. I've got to get a job. So I did. I went ahead and, and, and I got the second vaccine. It was about four, five days later. I started to notice that I had a, a different sort of pain in my neck that was sort of like an intense ache in the right side of my neck that wasn't going away. August 8th was the first time I took myself to the ER. I was in terrible, agonizing pain. I even had both my children with me at the ER until midnight. I was diagnosed as possibly having a swollen lymph node and that that, that swelling of that lymph node might be triggering the nerve. Second time I ended up at the ER, I wasn't able to sleep because I was in so much pain. I remember having a, tel a telephone appointment with a doctor and I was saying to her like, 
you know, this is like, it took me a month to recover from the last one. This one's even worse. Like how, like, and she's like, oh yeah, no, it's normal. It's normal to be incapacitated for a full month. But by September 16th, I was back at the ER. I had had another terrible uh, nerve pain flare where I had been up all night. I hadn't slept a wink. At that point, I was in so much pain. I don't, I want to live, but I, you're, you're ser- it's serious. It's so much pain that you start, like, you, you start imagining and wanting to die because you just want that pain to end. It was reported as an adverse event under the category of severe and other unusual events. Nobody's called me to follow up. We've really got to sort of pause at this moment and reassess how we actually collected the data that we need to know what exactly the impacts are of this new treatment. This is a St. Jude moment. Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, which is a brain tumor. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. Being part of the research makes us feel like we're doing our take. So if we can put our little piece of the puzzle in it, I would do it over and over again. Because I don't want another family to have to go through what we're going through. Seeing the research team keep going all night makes me relieved. I was up at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I saw a meeting going on. And I was like, oh my god, no one sleeps here? (laughs) Which is fantastic, because they are literally trying to find a cure 24 hours a day. They're not willing to give up. Finding Cures. Saving Children. Learn more at stjude.org. We have almost forgotten that we are in a great mortal combat. Today we are beginning either to domesticate the devil or else to deny him. The devil's definition of himself is, I am who am not. He is most powerful when he is denied. This question is worth asking. I went to church the other day to free my soul from sin. I was looking for the preacher, but the preacher wasn't in. The sexton then assured me that there'd be no use in waiting. The preacher's gone away, he said, to do some demonstrating. What I want to know, I said, and I will make myself quite clear. While they're off demonstrating, who's running things down here? Who's taking care of sinners? Who's leading us in prayer? Who's feeding all the lost sheep that wander by right here? Who's baptizing babies? And another thing I said, Who's looking out for sick folks and blessing all the dead? The sexton was a wise old man with a twinkle in his eye. He looked at me and scratched his head and this was his reply. Son, what I'm going to say to you 
might strike you kind of odd. But since no one's here to help, put your question up to God. So I asked him all those things last night when I bent my knee in prayer. Oh Lord, I pray, please tell me who's running things down here. The Lord sent down an angel. It was enough to make me sob when the angel said, the devil, and he's doing a damn good job. in their faulty vaccine. We have some more information about being on the lookout for Guillain-Barre syndrome if you are elderly and have received the Pfizer vaccine. We are also going to have our good friend Dr. John Campbell talk to us about the shocking state, I guess you would say, of American vaccinations and how other countries are banning and putting things on hold. America and the CDC is saying, well, to be fully vaccinated, you need three, four, five, six doses, sometimes two or three months after the original dose. It's ridiculous. So Dr. John Campbell has been following this very closely, has a YouTube channel, uh, Dr. John Campbell, I believe. And uh, I meant to play this yesterday, but we got so ranty. By ranty, we, I mean me. So we'll play that in a momento. I just wanted to say, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. I'll let you be the judge. I, I, I can't remember if in the two hours yesterday I said this. We talked about vaccines. And I'm sure I mentioned relative risk reduction and absolute risk reduction because I try to beat this into people's head. And I talk about it almost every time I talk about the Pfizer vaccine. But I should say once again, Anyone who's even questioning getting the vaccine, even if it's not the Pfizer one, even though I'm an expert on the Pfizer one and I have the Pfizer document, if you're wondering about getting the Johnson & Johnson or the Moderna vaccine or booster of any of these, you should have grave concerns. And before you do so, you should at least get the straight dope and read Pfizer's own report. This is the report released by Pfizer to get it pushed through, okay? So you are not an expert, and in fact, you know virtually nothing 
about the Pfizer vaccine, which you maybe have taken and wagged – not saying you, not you, my faithful listener, but I'm saying the general public, was wagging their finger for two, three years at people saying, you're the problem. You didn't take the Pfizer vaccine. I took mine. When are you going to get yours? I've got my third and fourth booster. Yeah, I've got COVID twice. By the way, that happened to someone I know, my neighbor. But yeah, it's proven ineffective and actually dangerous. So if anyone out there – again, here's what I'm going to ask you. Is this good or bad? I have not had any requests for the documentation. When I say I have the report, you can get it online yourself, but sometimes it's just easier if I email the information and I even have one report that's highlighted that will get you right to it if you need it. And it's very easy to read once I – you break it down and I've said it so many times at this point. You can go back to any of my shows and listen to my speeches on relative risk reduction and absolute risk reduction. We don't have time. We're already in the weeds here. The point is people have not requested that in a while. And I don't know if I mentioned it on the last show, but I'll mention it again. I will email you the report. You go to alex at alexexum.com or just email that. Say, Alex, I want your report. I heard your show. Or just go to alexexum.com or alexexum.art. You might want to look at the art. Maybe buy some NFT art while you're there. I don't know. I'm just saying. But I don't plug it enough. But go to alexexum.com or send me an email directly, alex at alexexum.com. If you're using Proton Mail. By the way, all of my stuff is, is encrypted. So if we use Proton Mail at Alex, X, Alex at AlexXM.com, right, it will be encrypted both ways. So no one will even know you get it except the NSA, who's cracked that encryption. I don't even, I don't even assume to hide from the NSA. They got me, right? But who cares if I'm emailing you a report? It's not like I'm emailing you schematics on a nuclear bomb, right? I'm emailing – I shouldn't even say that on air. So someone will take that and distort it. But – I will email you the report on the Pfizer vaccine so you will have no other questions in your mind whether you should take it or not. You're going to say, oh, my God, I was lied to. It's not 95% effective. Using relative risk reduction, yes. Using absolute risk reduction, which is the basis, even the CDC will say, for every safety and efficacy test should be based on absolute risk, not relative. They threw all that out the window this time. And uh, yeah, you'll figure out real quick you were duped. Now, why doesn't the mainstream media report on it? I've told you before. They're liars. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's either, look, there's two things. One, they're liars. Or two, they're incompetent. So why would you listen to them anyway? It's, it's A or B. They didn't even read the damn report that Pfizer put out. They just took their word for it, apparently. I don't know how any other way to explain it. There's doctors talking about it. The the Canadian COVID Alliance, I believe, I believe it's CanadianCovidAlliance.org, but just Google it, has an incredible video breaking the whole thing down just so you understand relative risk reduction and absolute risk reduction. Then they take Pfizer's own report. They break it down. This is, the, this is how I finally dissected this and understood it. They break it down and and take their own numbers and say well this is what they're saying and here's what they're saying on air and in television programs and PSAs but here's the true data and you go i've been lied to it's like well yeah it's all smoke and mirrors look anything can anybody can prove anything with statistics i don't want to i played fulton sheen if you're wondering what that rather ominous clip is and it sounds like a priest it is well it's a bishop bishop fulton sheen from the catholic church talking about the devil, right? And I love what he says, I am he who is not. I mean, that's the biggest trick, right? Is for you to think he doesn't exist. 
That's how he screws you over. <laughs> you know? That's how many people get... Look, I tell you that about street crime all the time. Most people get taken and they get mugged or they get beaten or abducted and raped and shot and killed and all that because they're naive. That's what happened. Their, their head is not on a swivel. They're not armed. And predators have their way with them. And, and guess what? Predators know this. And I'm going down so many different tangents here, but this is the show. By the way, my name is Alex Exxon. This is the Alex Exxon Show, if I didn't say that. We're 15 minutes in for the break. There was a fascinating report. It wasn't a report. It was a, uh, like, 60, I don't know if it's 60 minutes, but it was a news-type program a while ago. And they had criminals and they would show them videos of just average people walking down the street. There was a study done on this and everything. I saw this and it's like, I think it was actually maybe in like a sociology class or I read it in a book. I don't remember, but I remember, you know, at some point in life seeing video of the same thing of these prisoners talking about this type of thing. And they would just take video of people walking down the street. So it could be you walking down the street. It could be me walking down the street, any street in America, just the scientists or the people conducting the study set up cameras and just random people on the street. Then they said, okay, let's go. And they went to the prisons and showed convicted muggers and armed robbers and carjackers just video people walking up and down the street. And guess what they found? All of these super predators, let's call them what they are. These were, you know, 10-time felons, guys with born-to-lose tattoos on their forehead, they were in for life. They were probably in the study and giving up all the information on their crimes just so that they could get, you know, you know, yard time. You know, they knew their lives are over, so they'll do anything for, you know, a, a, a ring ding at that point. So they're in the study. And they all picked the same people. Isn't that interesting? They all picked the same people. Not, probably not 100% of the time. Maybe they would get, one guy would let one guy go by or whatever, but 90% of the time, let's say, I forget the actual number. Don't, somebody's going to say it was wrong. It was 78%, Alex. Okay, whatever. But most of the time, most, not all, not all, but most of the time, they would choose the same people. Whether, by the way, it was men, women, older people, younger people. Sometimes you think it's like some old, old, older man or woman and you think they'd all pick that person just based on that and they wouldn't. You'd be surprised at why they selected the people they would. Now, I, I can understand that because, look, we all know the type, right? We all know either the old guy who's just got old man strength and he will still knock your teeth in or and maybe an older lady who's st- very spunky and even though she might not look fit, you know she's going to put up a fight and start screaming bloody murder and just cause a scene. So they, would, they didn't want to deal with that. But more importantly, if it was like some guy who looked like they could knock their teeth in or they might be armed, like, oh, that guy's got a gun. Like, they you know, certain people, they say, oh, I'm sure that guy's armed. He looks like he's the kind of guy that'd be armed. Or he looks like an off-duty cop, right? Some of that would happen. But when it was mainly a civilian, man, woman, young, old, they had traits and it was mainly body language, right? Looking down, not aware. They, they seemed like they would give it up quick and not fight. They didn't seem like they would be confrontational. They didn't seem like they would run. They didn't seem like they would pull a weapon. They they just seemed like easy bait, and that's what they looked for. So they looked for the same traits, and in, 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 I don't know how why I'm talking about this now. <laughs> Studies. Statistics? Were we talking about statistics? Does it matter, for God's sakes? I find it interesting. <laughs> 
And and that just goes to show you, here, here's the point. Let's bring it in for a smooth landing before I move on. Here's the point. If you don't want to get eaten, don't look like food. If you got to work out, maybe take a fitness class so you walk a little more confidently, um, carry mace, carry a weapon, whatever that may, whatever you got to do. You do what you got to do, all right? But you don't want to get eaten, don't look like food. And in 2023, you better be worried because all, all I see on... I watch these channels on YouTube, Active Self Protection Project. Criminals are just reckless right now. They are always armed now. They will always fight the cops. They're always running every night, every, maybe every, not every night, every weekend here, every Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night. There's a car chase here in KTLA, the main news station I watch. You probably know KTLA because sometimes these are televised nationally on cable or you see them on YouTube. Some of these crazy car chases. Nobody respects or stops for the police. And when they do get pulled over and they try to arrest them, they pull a gun and get in a shootout. Like it's just, so what chance do you have? Most people unarmed, not ready, just not ready for it. You're just not ready for it. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying everybody is, you know, or I am completely hundred percent all the time. You can't be. But I mean, you don't want to get eaten. Don't look like food. Moving on here. You know, this is my life. It's like I look down and it's like 20 minutes go by and I didn't even say anything. You're like, yeah, Alex, we know. Let me, I want to get, I got to get in Campbell. You got to hear this. This could save people's lives. Getting back to the vaccinations. Oh, Bishop Fulton Sheen. Sorry. Now I remember. I, I. I was talking about statistics, and then I talked about that study because of statistics and numbers. Whatever. Bishop Fulton Sheen does an amazing speech talking about statistics. And you can use statistics. I got to get through this. You could use statistics to pretty much prove anything. And he talked about a study where they said, wow, look at what, what, forget, what I forget what the university is. Uh, Purdue? I forget. But let's just say Purdue because I forget the university. He had the specific one in the study but, or the article. But Purdue University... I think it was a Jesuit college or a Catholic college. Now that I think, why would he be talking about it? Anyway, this university has a high rate of the female college graduates marrying college professors. And you go, wow, that's pretty good. It's amazing. Like, it's wonderful for young women to go meet a educated, learned man who makes a good salary and probably a respected in the community, a professor. Right, wow. 33%. 33% of the women that go to that particular college meet and marry a college professor. Wow, right? You know, it's amazing. So they wondered about that study, and they said, well, wait a second. How many women were in that year's graduating class? And they said, three. They said, three? Well, how many married a college professor? They said, one. One. That's gangster statistics, folks. I don't know why that came on. It's not appropriate. That is, oh, 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 do something a little appropriate. That, that, that just sounds good. So we're talking gangster statistics. Well, you can use them to prove anything. 33% of female college graduates marry a college professor. One in, one in, one in three, and you go, wow, it's a lot of women married. You go, yeah, well, how many? One. One. So 
one graduate of the three women that graduated married a college professor. I mean, you know. Okay. So that's how they get by in telling you the Pfizer vaccine. Now you're getting the picture. You get the picture? We came full circle. That is how they can tell you the Pfizer vaccine is 95% safe and effective with smoke and mirrors called relative risk reduction. When if they used absolute risk reduction, you'd know it's less than a percent. Less than 1% effective. Less than 1%. Like, horribly ineffective. Linda says, I'm pretty handy with a cane. Plus a determined look when I'm walking. I wouldn't mess with you, Linda. Plus a determined look when I'm walking out. I wouldn't mess with you, Linda. Let me... Listen, I live in gangland. You know, I, I'm not just, I don't know. I'm not the average person people want to mess with. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a tough guy or anything. But, you know, this kitten's still got claws, and I think people know it. I'm fit. I work out. I'm going to tell you what else I do, but the point is, I consider these things. And I live in gangland, so even I can be, you know... In a tough spot. Trust me, I'm not saying I'm invincible here, folks. No man is. You just got to be ready. I've just made the the decision that if they're going to take me out, so be it. But you're going to pay full retail. If I have anything to say with it, you're coming with me, buddy. We'll go out together. That's nice. In this nice dinner table conversation, I die. Everybody dies. Let's not talk like that. Let's bring it in for a smooth landing. Smooth landing. Al Green's got the right idea. You know, if Al Green didn't get all the ass he ever wanted just from this one song, I would be greatly disappointed. This has got to be one of the like greatest make love songs in the world. How could you not like this song? You know, I was going to play Dr. John Campbell, but it's like, it's like a little, it's like close to 10 minutes. <laughs> and we're coming up against the heartbreaks. I just, yeah. I just figured we'd hang out. <laughs> I got to play it tonight. If I don't play it tonight, it'll be like gone in the wind and I won't play it. Do you know I have clips in my playlist here of shows that I should have done? Like I had these clips lined up and I never got to it. So I bump it down. I said, I'll talk about it next show. Push it down on the list. So if I go down here, I'm sure I'll find... Oh, my gosh. Oh, that would have been a good show. Yeah, I've got a ton of different, like, clips, audio clips. Some of them are, like, sound bites, obviously, that you know I play. Of past shows that never happened. (laughs) One night I should just play all of the past shows that never were without the commentary. Just all these clips I was going to talk about that at one point seemed relevant. But because I had to push them down and then something else broke. I never got to it. And it, now it's like, we're moving at such breakneck speed. 
with the news that like every week more happens in a day than used to happen in a week, than it used to happen in a month, than it used to happen in a year. So things are just accelerating. And I thought it was just the internet. Like, well, we have the internet now. So you're getting all this information. You're getting hit all the time. And then I said, no, it can't be just that. And then I said, okay, well, it's now it's because you have the smartphone. Because it's on you all the damn time and it's pinging and panging and tweeting and twatting. And eventually it's just overkill. Like, all right, I'm getting all the, I'm just getting just, 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 just too much information. It's like your first night in Vegas. You're just totally overstimulated. So then I'm like, no, no, it's not that. We've had these smartphones for damn 20 years now. 10, 20, what, 10? Well, not even 15 years. I don't know. I've had mine about, right? Before I had, you know, before we had the flip phones and they weren't that great. Whatever. The point is, is that we're all connected. And I don't know. I don't think that's what it is. I think everything's accelerating because, like, the world is spinning faster. (laughs) So everything's happening faster. I'm not a scientist. But that's, that's how it feels to me. Everything's just accelerating. And in one day, more breaks than used to happen in a week. So, yeah, things get pushed down the proverbial memory hole. Okay. That's just a little inside baseball on how radio works here. Just in case you want to know. You want to know that? No. Anywho, Linda says the Retro Rabbit Hole Show. I like that name. The Retro Rabbit Hole Show. I like that. That's a good name. Linda, you're good at names. Some people I know, Carlton's great like that. I could have a business idea. And I'm like, you know, I was thinking about this business. Well, you know, it's like, you know, just, we're just like shooting from the head. You say, oh, that'd be good. here's a great name for it. I'm like, oh, I don't know if you know this. The very first show, the podcast, the original show I started, the Exum Experience, Carlton came up with the name. I thought it was perfect. He's like, what are you going to call your new show that you're going to do? And I said, I don't know. This is what I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was broadcasting on my phone. I didn't have a mic, a studio, nothing. It's like 12 years ago now. I said, I don't know. Strangely, I think then I I was going to call it strangely back then. If I'm not mistaken, the Alex Exum show. (laughs) Yeah. That's the sound of the police. And that's what it's called now. That's the sound of the police. But strangely, Carlton said... The Exum Experience. And I said, oh, I like it. And I will, and it's still there. Matter of fact, I'm going to upload some edited live talk shows I haven't gotten to without the commercials there. So if you don't want to hear the commercials, I'm going to start uploading some of those there. If you, if you ever miss the show here and it's not live, live talk's a lie. I mean, Alex Exum show's live, which was live talk. But I'm going to start uploading them to the Exum Experience if I can hack it. Without the commercials, just because, I don't know. Why not? More work. Hey, I got nothing better to do.
listen. As we explore the mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential, Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. is Kelly Sue, and I am what I would call a survivor of the vaccine. I used to walk 10 miles a day. I used to ride my bike 24 miles every second day. I also worked out at the gym, and I worked 72 hours a week, and I'm very social, and I'm a type A. I started a charity in 2016 where we feed 800 children every weekend and on holidays, and I have staff, and I have 750 volunteers, and we believed that the vaccine was the right thing to do. I had my first shot, and within a very, very short time, I developed cramping in my calf. It got progressively worse, so I went to my massage therapist. When I told her what was happening, she threw up her hands and said, I can't touch you, you have to go to a doctor. Sounds like you have a blood clot. So I booked myself in to a vascular surgeon, and they did an ultrasound on my legs. And then I went home three weeks later or so. I still hadn't heard from the vascular surgeon and thought, okay, well, if I haven't heard anything, it's fine. I had my second shot on June the 12th. Three and a half weeks later, I had back-to-back strokes and they just kept getting progressively worse. So throughout July into August, into September, into October, and in early November, I had nine TIAs and strokes. I spent 31 days in the hospital. I had everything from blindness in my eyes because of the occipital strokes. I had um, inability to use my mouth. I couldn't talk for a long time. And I also had a, a terrible experience and why this little piece of paper in my lap is so important to me because I woke up in the morning and didn't know who I was. Didn't know where I was. Didn't know anything. I have terror now. When I close my eyes, I don't know, one, if I'm going to wake up, or two, if I'm going to wake up and not know who I am. When I first went to the um, neurologist that I was assigned, he was very clear that it was the vaccine. He said, we're seeing so much of this. And then when doctors started getting fired, let go, there was no no discussion about the vaccine anymore. Nobody would discuss the vaccine anymore. I think the thing that bothers me the worst is no one's looking as to why this is happening. My life is not the same at all, not even close to what it was before. A week ago Friday, all of a sudden out of the blue, my blood pressure went to 247 over 60. 247 over 60? (laughs) Like, who has a blood pressure like that? So I'm fighting for my life right now. And that's all I can do.
Beastie Boys, Multilateral Nuclear Disarmament. I didn't know the Beastie Boys were actually a band band. A rap group, but they actually played instruments as well. So, by the way, the greatest rap group of all time, that is right. The Beastie Boys are the greatest rap group of all time. Even though I'm not playing one of their rap songs, I'm playing their music. They have sold more albums as a group in hip-hop than any other. Just so you know. Lots of fact. I promised you we would get to Dr. John Campbell because I didn't get to him yesterday. And he has some very important information on the ridiculousnessness of the United States vaccine cartel. And, you know, it's interesting to always hear it from outsiders. When you hear from people from Australia, from where else does he play clips? You know, from the UK, obviously, but other places, just anywhere outside of the U.S. And you see what their parliament and their government is doing. They seem way more concerned than us. (laughs) Our government doesn't speak about it at all. So let's hear about the Swiss vaccination issue, let's say. From Dr. John Campbell. You can check his YouTube channel out at Dr. John Campbell on YouTube. Welcome to today's video. It's Monday the 10th of April. This guy, by the way, has become legendary for his soft-spoken talks on this. Even though you want to get outraged, he's very calm. I love him. True. Basically, they are suspending all COVID vaccines. So very progressive, interesting thinking from the Swiss government. But before we look at that, let's I'm just... sorry, I spoke. I wanted you to hear that very important first part. Sorry, I'm going back. Take two seconds. Here we go. Well, well, welcome to today's video. It's Monday the 10th of April. Now, there's been a lot of reports in the press about the Swiss government suspending all COVID vaccines. And this is essentially true. Basically, they are suspending all COVID vaccines. So very progressive, interesting thinking from the Swiss government. But before we look at that, let's just compare this with the United States here. Now, this is from this site here, because what I'm about to tell you uh, sounds really quite uh, incredible, really. But it's absolutely true. It's straight from their site. And let's get it now. Uh, Now, they have this concept of being up to date in the United States, up to date when you've completed a primary COVID-19 course, vaccine course, and you've got the most recent booster recommended for you by the CDC. Now, just to give one example of that, to kind of of, uh, bring this to life a bit, let's think about what the CDC is actually meaning here. And again, from the same website here, they say this. People aged six months through to 64 years. This is just talking about this particular group. And this is, this is, this is the 10th of April. Uh, and no, it's not 2022, it's 2023. This is what they're saying. Uh, bang up to date. And especially males aged 12 through 39 years. May consider getting the second primary dose of Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, Moderna or Novavax eight weeks after the first dose. Remarkably short time, eight weeks after the first dose. So um, this is the screen here. So you know, I'm not making this up. This is this this is exactly what it's saying, and it's saying that uh, healthy seven-month-year-old, seven-month-old babies uh, should get vaccinated. Um, and it's also saying that young men, 12 through to 39 years, should get vaccinated, uh, regardless of whether they've had, had 
COVID before doesn't enter into the thinking. That's what the United States is saying. Um, the trick here is not to get angry. I'm just reporting what they are saying. Now, you might think it's absurd. Some might think this is uh, negligent to the point of absurdity. Um, all I can say is it's inconsistent with what the Swiss are doing. So let's look at now what the Swiss authorities are doing. And we've traced this back, as always, as far as we can, to the original site here. Uh, this is from the, uh, the the Swiss government. So this is all official data from their site. And it's very kind of the Swiss authorities, of course, to put this into English for our convenience. So this is not Google Translate. This is straight from their, from their site. So here we have it. Check it out for yourself. In principle, no COVID vaccination is recommended for spring, summer 2023. Uh, no COVID vaccine is recommended. Uh, people at especially high risk can receive a vaccination following individual consultation with their doctors. Now, the Swiss have got this, this revolutionary idea that patient care should be individualised. Quite incredible, really. Uh, they want to individualise and personalise bespoke care to the individual. Um, it's a good idea, um, Maybe we should start doing that in the UK. Maybe we should start doing that in the United States. Individualised care. Maybe we should assess, plan, implement and evaluate care on the individual. That's what the Swiss have started to do in terms of COVID vaccine. Uh, the first question on their site, in principle, no vaccine is recommended, as we've said. Uh, but then they give a rationale. Nearly everyone in Switzerland has been vaccinated and or contracted or recovered from COVID-19. Therefore, the immune system has been exposed to the coronavirus. So here we have the Swiss government authorities saying, look, natural immunity exists. Again, quite incredible. Um, it's in every physiology book I've ever read since I started reading physiology books, but the Swiss government have finally realised that. Um, unlike other governments that could be mentioned. In the United States, CDC data, I don't see any talk at all of natural immunity. Very strange. It's bizarre, utterly bizarre, actually. So the Swiss admitting what is patently obvious. Zero prevalence data from Switzerland, 98% plus mid-2022. This was the same in the United Kingdom, of course. We were at 98 99%. At the same time, and yet we carried on with our autumn uh, booster program. Not quite sure why, um, but uh, we did. And of course, the UK government now is, some might say, frantically backpedalling on COVID vaccination, only recommending it for the over 75s and those at particular risk. And with that, we know that with um, the elderly, they're saying be on the lookout for Guillain-Barre syndrome, at least here in the US. I'm going to let the rest of it play, but I have to interject here. Because I want to interject at that point, which I thought was good, with a little empirical evidence. And you remember our good friend, Carlton, who has been uh, on again, off again, co-host of the show more recently. Off again, but hopefully we'll have him on soon. And he can speak to this, but I'll speak for him now. I don't think he would mind. In fact, he knows being my friend, he really has no choice. <laughs> as well as my family and friends, close friends. They know they could be fodder for the show. They know they're open game. But I will tell you that his ex-wife, Barbara, who I'm friends with, so I can talk about this, and I'm sure she would want to warn you as well, um, was vaccinated and I believe boosted 
and had a horrible, let's say, reaction, we suspect, possibly. And this is Carlton's suspicion. I'm not saying his do- their do- her doctors and things like that, but we're just – we're looking into it, let's say, because she had a really rough time in the hospital. And when I say rough time, I mean it, it, it wasn't looking good at one point. I even spoke to her son who was on his way to the hospital. He was – I could hear it in his voice. She pulled through. She's good. I don't want to make anyone – nervous. She's fine now, but it was sketchy. And Carlton suspects it was her vaccination. He said to her, I don't think you should get a a vaccine or booster, I think. And I think she's going to take that advice. The point is, I have also seen, and he has other people he knows, and I have seen other people who have been vaccinated, who have not just gotten COVID. It was life or death COVID. Um, I won't say her name, but I have a neighbor who has had COVID now twice and has been vaccinated and boosted. She was vaccinated and boosted. the sec- So first she got COVID when she was, I think, just vaccinated. Then in order, you know, hoping, I'm sure, because it scared her to death because she was deathly ill. I mean, she looked like she had lost 30 pounds. She looked skin and bones. And she then within about eight, I think it was seven or eight months later, it might not even been that long. Um, had it again. And she had now, since then, I talked to her again when I saw her. I was like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I got COVID again, Alex. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I said, but you know, you already had it. And she's like, yeah. And I said, aren't you vaccinated? And she said, and boosted. Now, I don't know if she's boosted that first time, but I'm assuming she wasn't. The point is, that's just neighbor, close friend of I consider Carlton family so and his his ex-wife Barbara lovely I love her adore her and her entire family so I consider her really like more like family than friends and uh who else well I'll give you another example I have not been vaccinated I have never had COVID I have been around sick people I was in the hospital that one day remember I went I had some sort of weird allergic reaction I had that anaphylaxis thing and I was in the hospital. There were people with COVID there. There was a COVID ward, apparently, they told me later. Um, my neighbor, I just told you who I interacted with, had COVID twice. I interacted with her twice while she had it. It was re- was recovering, but I'm sure it was probably still contagious. I've been around a bunch. My cousin had it. Um, everyone's had it. I haven't had it. <laughs> and I haven't been vaccinated. And I'm not saying I'm the pillar of health, but I eat well. I do exercise when I need to. COVID really hurt everybody, I think, with their normal routines, but I'm, I'm gotten back to it in 2023. And I drink way too much Coca-Cola. I don't drink alcohol anymore. You know, Linda just said here, and this is very important because I keep hearing about this. She said, I had two Moderna and then one Moderna booster. And Linda, as you know, I don't claim to be an expert on Moderna or John, Johnson & Johnson. Really, the Pfizer one is the one I've studied. So... I'll let you be the the, the um, uh, uh, eyewitness, let's say, for Moderna. And Linda is now saying in the chat, and I believe she talked about – she has, I know. I'm not putting words in her mouth. She has talked about her other complications and feeling ill after the uh, vaccinations. But here she says, I have now developed eczema. And that, my friends, is no fun. Take it from someone who has it. And I'm hearing more of this. People are having skin. uh, uh, It it really comes down to like an autoimmune deficiency or 
as I'm told, again, I'm not a doctor, but your immune system is overreacting to something. And sometimes you'll develop these skin rashes and really eczema. If anyone doesn't know eczema, it's spelled, and she spelled it right, E-C-Z-E-M-A. And it's the most common skin condition, I think, I know in America, but I don't know about the world, but like, like I don't know, like something like, you know, 50 million Americans have it. It's the most common. But I keep hearing this now, and I'm telling you, eczema is no fun. It's no fun. I mean, it's not something like life or death. Um, I've never heard of anyone getting to a point where like it was, it's just a, it's just an irritating skin rash. Some people get it really, really bad. And it's, you've seen the commercials, I'm sure. They now have, <laughs> like, I'm going to recommend this, Linda. I, I wouldn't. Uh, they now have vaccines, pills, shots, all sorts of things for eczema. Um, and I, ha- uh, itchy and sometimes painful rash. Yes, Linda. Oh, I empathize, honey. I'm there with you, honey. I have these flare ups too. And it sucks when you have a flare up. And, you know, I recently, it's funny, Linda, that you bring this up. Not funny. It's not fun for either of us or the, the millions of people out there who also have it. Um, but I just today spoke to a doctor about it. Linda and I, I swear to God, honey, sometimes, you know, when we meet, it's going to be like, kumbaya type time because I, I have this connection with Linda. I spoke with a doctor today about this and they suggested, well, if you've done this and that and you've gone, I said, I've gone down the road. I've had this for a while. They said, go to a rheumatologist and you always hear that. She says she uses collodial oatmeal to control it. O- o- any o- oatmeal product is wonderful, right? Linda, it's soothing. But, um, this doctor recommended a room, uh, you're a rheumatologist and you hear that in a lot of these commercials. And I said, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so anyway, it's an expert. It's probably going to cost you an extra bazillion dollars. Right. But I'm just saying this on air to Linda and anyone else who struggled, struggled with eczema for many years. And you've tried the ointments, you, you've used the, uh, the tricinolone cream and you've had the prednisone steroids when you have a bad flare. I've done it all. Trust me. I know it. You've done the oatmeal, uh, baths and the face, you know, there's one, I have my, uh, bathroom medicine cabinet. It's oatmeal something, Linda. We'll see if I can't get it in a moment. I'll play quick music and run and grab it. Just take a second. I just want to say this for people on air. Cause I bought this at Costco and I bought two of these big gallons of it. It is the best stuff. It is the best stuff I've ever had. It's so soothing, but, um, Anyone who has struggled with eczema, you know what a pain it is. And what it's just, it's just, it's uncomfortable. It makes your skin unsightly when you have a flare up. You just don't want to deal with it. And uh, I know the whole drill, Linda. Rheumatologist, I guess, would be the next step if it's really flaring up and um, maybe they can help. I'm going to let Dr. John Campbell talk on here while I get that that lotion. (laughs) Baited, of course. Um, But. um... Good to see that that progress is being made in the United Kingdom and we are uh, backpedaling or be. And if you're just joining us, I, I hate because I'm all over the place. We're listening to Dr. John Campbell, who's talking about how the Swiss have stopped vaccinations and they're putting a halt on it saying, hey, we don't need any more boosters or vaccinations until we find out what the hell's going on here. And then you find out in the United States, you can go to the CDC's own website and you'll see. The, the four or five or six or sat, a bazillion times they want you vaccinated here in the U.S. So this is ridiculous. Your government wants you dead. That should be the title of this show. No, 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 no. Too, too grim. After yesterday's show, the end of hope. We'll just leave this as the date. But again, 
Dr. John Campbell talking about the pretty much unprecedented reaction of the Swiss government stopping all vaccinations. Why aren't we doing it here in the U.S. and the U.K.? And he's going to talk more about this uh, information that's coming out. Quickly, as some would like. So that's the 98, 9%, um, 98%, 99% antibodies. And we know that from the United Kingdom, it's been 99% plus as well. We've known that for a long time. Um, now, I did have a look. I spent about 10 minutes looking for up-to-date seroprevalence data from the United States. This is what I found. And again, this is from this site here. So, you know, I'm now making this up. Um, their data goes up to oh, February 2022. Over a year out of date. <laughs> it really is quite bemusing. Uh, this is the article here. Seroprevalence of a... Infection-induced sars coronavirus to antibodies in the United States up till February 2022 is available. What happened in the last 14 months uh, probably doesn't matter. They haven't bothered telling us. Uh, back anyway, back to the back to the Swiss data. In spring summer 2023, the virus will circulate uh, will will likely circulate less. Interesting. So. Um, now and and there is they do give evidence for this that the, the, the Swiss are very good at following up, up um, wastewater surveillance and they are finding lower uh, RNA SARS coronavirus two uh, viral loads in that. So they're saying that spring and summer there's going to be less circulation of SARS coronavirus two. Now this is a little surprising but very very welcome because we are in en- in a period of endemicity. But they say it's circulation at a lower rate. So that is that is good. And of course, if it's true in Switzerland, it's got to be true everywhere else. I can't imagine Switzerland is a special case. So good that they're saying that. The Swiss authorities also say the current variants, the current virus variant, is also rather mild, causes a rather mild illness. Again, couldn't agree more. For autumn twenty twenty two. So just wrapping this up, we don't have much time here, but let me just summarize here. We're now finding, as he said in the study showing, that natural immunity is a real thing. And I just made the analogy of myself, having been around a plethora of people who've not only had COVID, been through it, got better, and then got it again, and I have, ne- I have yet to get it through the entire pandemic. Now I do. Yes, it's true. I work from home. I worked from home during before the pandemic, before I was laid off. I work from home now, working from myself as a freelancer and everything you know I do, the radio show, everything, voiceovers. So, yes, I'm not as, you know, I'm not in the public. I'm not working in retail or in an office building with 100 people. I get it. But still, I mean, I'm pretty active. I'm out in the, I'm out in Long Beach. I'm out in L.A. I go to L.A. once, well, it's once a month now, but it's still, it's downtown L.A., it's a sewer, by the way. I'm around a lot of people. I'm DJing outdoors. There's a huge, the Mocha, little Tokyo museums there, you know? So it's like, there's, a, you know, there's a heavy traffic. Um, I go to the coffee shop. I go to everywhere. I go out. I, I meet people. I go on dates, whatever. Kissy face with vaccinated and unvaccinated women. So, I mean, at this point, I'm not really worried. I'm not saying I want to make out with someone who's got COVID and they're sick, but you get the point, right? Like if if you have – we're talking natural immunity like Dr. John Campbell's talking about. The Swiss have figured it out. They're putting a halt to vaccines because now we're finding all these horrible side effects. Linda here who's being very honest is saying, hey, you know, I have a very uncomfortable skin condition called eczema, which I understand because I have it. 
I know a lot of people who've had it. I know so many people who've had eczema. Millions of people. But now I I worry. And again, Linda's not the only one I've heard this from. People having rashes and eczema. Is this something we're going to see? Now even more people are getting eczema. And I wouldn't wish this on any folks. Eczema is not like, you know, again, it's not life or death. So people might say, you know, if they have a serious illness, I get it. They're like, dude, I got the, the vaccine and I'm having heart palpitations. I can't eat food anymore. I can't taste. Everything tastes like metal. I, I have blood clots. I have neuro, neuro, neuro I, I do. Neurological disorders. I can't think straight, whatever. So yeah, eczema might be lower on the scale. I get it. I'm not like trying to over-dramatize here, but she mentioned it. I think it's worth noting a lot of people are having this. And if more and more people are getting blood clots, eczema, rashes, uh, sores and rashes, exactly where the injection point is, um, well, myocarditis, which is probably the worst and most deadly, right? I mean, I'd much rather get eczema, Linda, no, no offense. It's, I, I don't wish it on you, but I'm just saying, at least you didn't get myocarditis, right? I mean, you could be having heart attacks. People are, have, people are dropping dead, folks. And that you cannot explain the rise in myocarditis from relatively young people and the vaccine rollout. It, it, it's, a, it's a perfect match. It fits together like a watch. So don't tell me it's not affecting us. It, it's affecting us all. Well, not me. I didn't take the damn thing. But it's affecting people I know and love. Like Linda. By the way, I don't know if Joe's still here, but he mentioned at the top of the show. I'm going to read this right now. It's public. It's in the chat. 36-year-old female, supposedly in good health. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here, here I'm sorry. I went lower. Another 36-year-old I know just dropped dead. Tonight. Nobody knows why. One shot and three boosters and still trying to figure out what happened. I'm so sorry, Joe. But this is a more common issue, and I, I, I worry we're going to see more people dropping dead, getting eczema, and all sorts of horrible things. We'll talk tomorrow night. Ciao, folks. I want to lay at your feet.